Hey, welcome along to another episode of Behind the Bar podcast brought to you by the coaches and clients of RT Fitness Durham, Sunderland and of course the Barbell Club where we take you from complete beginner to photo shoot ready. So on today's show we have client Kaz who has literally just finished our shred. She's been with us a couple of years now and she is doing absolutely phenomenal. So she talks about how the gym and the community in itself has just helped her. Obviously, our dad passed away and then she jumped straight into our program the following week. And then we chucked her straight into a strong event, I think, the week after. And she's made this a part of her day on a morning where it just sets her up to be able to do everything and anything she can. And she is such a pleasure to coach. Um, always happy, bouncing along. And yeah, we love her here. So great story from Kaz. So please watch it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. And um, whether it's the podcast channels or the YouTube channels, uh, give us a like, give us a share if you enjoy it. And leave some comments below on how you find them. Just so that we can keep pushing these out so that we can help everybody on their own individual journey. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Morning. Kaz, right. Who is Kaz and what's your work-life balance like to be able to train times four per week? Um, so Kaz is a legend. <laughs> <laughs> um, get that that was that. in the notes. That was in the notes. Yeah. Um, no, so I'm, I'm, I have a standard civil service job. can be quite stressful. Um, work with ministers, politicians quite often in London. Um, but I'm lucky that since lockdown, I work from home. Pretty much 100% apart from when I'm down in London. Uh So I do the the bog standard nine till five, six, seven, um, depending. And so I have the flexibility to do work around that, what I can for me, you know, steps, classes, fitness and everything. So I'm quite lucky in that respect. Right. That doesn't sound like a standard job. How you said it was (laughs) the standard. (laughs) No, it's standard in terms of, yeah, in in terms of of work-life balance, I guess. Right, okay. It's not shifts, it's not weekend work but yeah it can be quite full-on and it and some weeks it can be you know working from nine till nine just to get stuff done right so pre pre-covid yeah pre-covid could you not have fit that in do you think no because pre-covid i was in yorkshire then so right. i moved up just after uh, lockdown one two um, and i was pretty much <laughs> office based in the right. york office so I, that was leaving the house at just after seven getting back just after seven. Oosh. Yeah, so that was a completely different lifestyle for me. And that's because I've always kind of been into fitness and quite fit and healthy and, and go to the gym and everything. But when I got that job, that went out the window because I just didn't have time to do anything right. except sit in the car commute, sit in the York traffic office, back bed. So it was, that's kind of when we crept on and lockdown obviously kind of made that worse because I was just sat in the house eaten right, like okay. everybody else I think. <laughs> so. you, you know drink though are you no, no i don't no. drink yeah no. yeah because yeah. i was going to say people drank all the way yeah, through no, lockdown as well no <laughs> so what's like your fit, fitness background <clears throat> before all this i know you just said you've been to the um yeah so i was at school i was the fat kid i was the right, fat okay. kid and i was the swat so i had absolutely no chance in hell of making <laughs> it through school without <laughs> right. trauma. Um, but i got about i can't remember what age when i was quite a, a 13, 14, maybe I took up martial arts. Right. Mainly as a way of kind of getting my confidence up and a bit of, I think my dad wanted me to be able to protect myself if something happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Um, and I dropped a shed load of weight and then I took up other sports. I had started playing rugby. I took up tennis seriously again. So I went to being a proper sporty teenager. Right. 
and then I went to uni and I discovered alcohol at the time and the, the student <laughs> life and, you know, God, just the amount of crap we ate. And I dropped the sport off because every sports club I went to, they were just not my people. They were, I don't know, I was just very aware right. that there was a different social background and okay. I just didn't gel with them. So I dropped all my sport off, ate, drank, put loads of weight on. And then I became a bit of a yo-yo dieter. So... I would join a slimming club, lost loads of weight, but I didn't do any exercise other than running at the time because right. I was doing the great north yeah. run. So I was just this skinny like version and, and I thought when you lose weight, you'll be happy. Uh-huh. And I wasn't. I looked in the mirror and I just hated still <clears throat> what I saw. Um, and so that's, and that's kind of when I moved and found you guys. Was it? Right, okay. <clears throat> because when, you, when you're saying like you were um, like a... Say a fat kid and sweat and stuff like that. Because when I seen your movement patterns when you first started, I'm thinking you've had a sporty background. <laughs> yeah. Because you can sort of tell from like, because a lot of people haven't done stuff since PE, but I knew you'd done something. But when you said that at the start, I was kid, well, she went straight into there. No, but... no, it was like, yeah, sort of teens to early 20s, I think was me sporting. Right. Career. <laughs> so why, why, did the, why did you, st- well, I, mean, I know like the, was it just the college and that, but just stopped it, do you think? Or just teen, like, Late teen life type? I think it was late teen life. I think discovering cider and boys was the start of it, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. I, I swapped me Friday night tennis for Friday night down the Durham bandstand yeah. with a bottle of lighting. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, and I think I just, I just lost the love for it and I lost the confidence over time to return to it. And I did play rugby in Yorkshire, but not to the level that I was sort of doing it before. Right. Um, and I just, yeah, priorities and work. When you get into full-time work, you, you, you know, you start to creep in the excuses, don't you? Of, oh, I'm tired, I don't have time for that. I need to see, you know, family and partners and things. And it just dropped off. It didn't become a priority anymore, it was, sadly. Do you not think everybody goes through that era? Because we all, around that years as well, we start to drive so we don't walk as much, but then the alcohol, and we then have access to money where, say, we were only restricted to one takeaway every few weeks as a kid, we can get it every weekend now, drive to McDonald's. I think so, and I think as well, you, you kind of sometimes get into a routine or a rut of, oh, I've had a really hard week at work, I'll treat myself. <laughs> so the takeaway and the cake and the going out with me mum. You like cake. I, I do like cake and scones. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think, and when you're in a relationship, I got in a relationship at that time with Lewis, and that's when you get comfortable and you start going out for dinners and all yeah. the rest of it. So it, it's just the cumulative effect, I think. But I think everybody goes through it, and it's how people react to it, and, and or if there's something in your head like it did for me that I went, actually, no, I'm not happy here, or I want to improve it. And it's having the balls, really, to do something about it. And I think some people just don't sadly yeah it's uh, yeah or it just takes them a long ass time to get there like um my dad didn't start he was 60 oh, wow. do you know what i mean it, it, it take like I'll, I'll always say this with people it's like people are never truly ready till they're ready type thing and it takes a long long time yeah. for some people and it's just it is what it is i mean you've probably seen yourself um, how many people have come through the doors left, come through the, do, do you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. the, even though they seem ready then, they might be 20 stone and they're really going for it that time, but then you don't see them again and they're just not ready. It is hard though as well, I think it is hard and it's just choose your hard, like, you know, do you want the life that you've got that you're obviously not happy with or do you want to buckle down and make changes which yeah. are also hard, but they're worth it. Oh, what's that saying? The pain <laughs> of staying the same... Is it the pain of staying the same needs to... 
I've fucked this up. <laughs> um, the pain, the change of pain, something I, I along them Same lines. Um, but it's like people's pain needs to be greater to make the change. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'll find it out we'll though. Find out. Yeah, I'll find it out. So um, when did you start that, Tony? June 2021, I think. 2021. It was literally when I moved house. That's, God, nearly two years. Yeah, yeah, it will be because I was in New York, so moving house. Um, you know, like a lot of people locked down. We thought, oh, we need to be closer to home and Durham is home. Parents yeah. were here um, because we realised we were just a bit far away and what if something happens? And then we were in this horrible housing chain. We were meant to move January 2021. It fell apart on day of exchange, <laughs> literally on the day of exchange. And we didn't end up moving till June. Um, <sighs> And during that time, sadly, I lost my dad, like, really suddenly. Yeah. So I was at the housing chain losing my dad. And then my, um, I just put a thing out saying, that like, I want to get back into my fitness because I felt in such a mental, like, slump. I said, I, right. need, I need to do something. And I just put a message out saying, does anyone know any good? Because I'm not a fan of conventional gyms because although I've got quite a lot of motivation to go on my own, yeah. <clears throat> I find just there's no crack there's no like, yeah. atmosphere a lot of the time so um and my friend ellie smith who used to come here before she had to go back to the office said oh well you know i do this session and you should join in so that's kind of how i heard right about and then obviously rang sarah and yeah i literally sarah rang me and i'd packed my phone so i was like oh, jesus i tried to find the phone <laughs> and i was just like oh, really stressed and she was like okay and i explained that i was like, I'm just in the middle of packing <laughs> you know and i literally Moved, well, I had my dad's funeral on a Monday, moved on the Friday, RT the following Monday. Wow. So it was like, boof, boof, boof. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to get stuck in. Right. I was going to, well, so why did you start? It was, but, yeah. yeah, it was It was the fact that during, obviously, lockdown, I'd put a bit of weight on, even though I was still not, as you would class, overweight or needed to lose weight. It was yeah. myself. I just felt like I needed to do something. And I wanted to see a bit of social interaction and... Yeah. And, and I love, as you know, I love sort of boot camp and carnage. That's why I uh, went for carnage, because yeah. I love, I'm a cardio bunny, I always yeah. have been. So that's what I went for. And then I purposely got an early slot because I knew that I would have to get my ass out of bed, even on days when I didn't want to at that time. You know, when I was sort of grieving and, and sort of a bit depressed, I thought I, I'm going to have to do something that gets me out of bed. So I have to be somewhere at a certain time. And that for me was the biggest thing I could have done. And I uh -huh. didn't know it at the time, but that, I think probably saved me from going down quite a dark place having that yeah. routine at the so, end of the day. So how has that helped them with, it, with all of that? It's just been the fact that I say, I wake up, I get up, and even if I don't want to, I know I had to get there. And sad as it is, like that one hour was possibly the one hour of my day when I wasn't like just succumbed by everything that was going on in my head. It was yeah. like an hour I could get out of my head. And at the end of that hour, I felt so much better than when I'd woken up. And then when I started to walk um, to and from the session, again, that was just by the time I'd got to the unit, I already felt a bit better by the time I trained. Yeah. I felt even better by the time I got home and I was at my desk. I was like, right, I can do this. I can face today. Yeah, like, yeah. it was just, it was a real sort of, oh, my God, moment for me. Um, and I think if, I had, if I'd come to an evening class, I would have got out of bed. I would have rolled to my desk. I would have not really cleared that fog in my yeah. head and then I would have the excuses come in don't they on an evening class I'm tired I've got to yes, stay at do. work traffic's bad even though I walked traffic's bad and you know such and such I've got to do such and such so I think that, that the routine for me was crucial in getting me back to the sort of 
Kaz that I was before. Yeah. And I think, I remember the first session I walked in, I kind of shuffled in, I was like, I'm new. Yeah. <laughs> and I just put my head down and then over... Did you have him? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> and over time, I kind of started to come out of Michelle and I, yeah. and I got into it and the banter with him started. And um, yeah, so every, every week I passed, I kind of got to my old self, yeah. which was really nice. Explain the banter with Luke. Me and Luke have a very special relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we're both, I think we're both, I think we're split from the birth, aren't we, Luke? We're just both horrendous in our... I've yeah. seen a lot of cocks drawn on each yeah, other. Yeah. And we get each other a stupid Christmas present, which normally involves cocks. Like okay. Cocks, socks, yeah. So you found a little friend. I found my little mate. Yeah. We did, we bought each other the same socks for Christmas. No way. Yeah. No way, did you? Yeah. That's amazing, that. I didn't yeah. even know. I went twins, yeah. Oh, brilliant. I haven't even seen you wear them. This fucking... I wore them once. What did you? <laughs> we wear them more, it's a Christmas present. <laughs> Meant. So, um. Wear shorts. Yeah, your trials are snake, because we have this joke who's got the bigger knob? Ah, oh, right. Who does have the bigger knob? Me. Right, okay. <laughs> we'll clear that one. <laughs> Um, so that, like, with that, so how many, what is it from, say, house to here? So is that, like, about a two-hour mental headspace? All yeah, in it's, all? it's half an hour each way, generally. Right. Um, but I, I do extend it sometimes. When I was doing the shred, I extended it yeah, about yeah. 15 minutes, so I got <clears throat> more steps. Um, but it's just, it's just a nice way to set up my day. And then, so it means that when I sit at my desk, I've done me steps, I've done me session, I'm kind of set up for that, front-loaded me day, yeah. do you know what I mean? And then everything else I get on top, because I say sometimes I go out at lunchtime, if I've got time, I walk the dog after work, so I've got extra steps and movement without yeah. having to panic and think, oh shit, it's eight o'clock at night and I've got like 3,000 steps to do, I'm already quite smug, generally. Do you think it clears your head like for your work, because obviously working from home can be the, 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 tough for some people, do you think it clears that up and just like, you can just then crack on and... Do you it, finish work early with it as well? Sometimes. No, right. it, do, it does clear my head because um, I get to spend that time walking, kind of planning my day a little bit as well. If I've got a particularly stressful meeting, I can kind of play it through my head rather than just go straight into it and, like, you know, um, a disaster. But, no, it does clear my head. And Because I used to like the commute when I drove to, to York because I used to have my audiobooks and music and things. It yeah. kind of just zoned out. And I do the same now. I put on an audiobook or whatever and and just kind of zone out a bit. So it, it is very beneficial because I couldn't imagine, and it helps obviously that I've got a set office in my house as well, so I can shut the door when I finish. Like other people I know who sit on a dining room table, you know, and they're constantly like at work, but yeah. I, I, just, I just shut the door, go for a walk, come back, you know, and at the end of the day, shut the door, done, get me steps in, breathe. It wasn't nice in winter though, when no. I was trudging around Belmont in the dock. Yeah, <laughs> Trying to get but you get it done, you got it got done, it done. You? yeah, yeah. And like you said, you front load your day, which is probably like, if I could advise people to do it, do it because it is like you've just said, like the nighttime, we can make so many excuses and all the rest of it. I mean, you've, pro you've probably got the most ideal location to yeah. walk distance to time over most people because yeah. it's like just enough for everything type thing. I am fortunate in that, yeah. Yeah. And I only started walking, to be perfectly honest, because I got sick of the car parking because the six o'clock lot took all the spaces and then we all had to sit and wait for them to finish. And then, it was and then, six o'clock And then you'd shout because we were late and we were like, I can't get parked. <laughs> so I just thought, I'm going to walk. Um, and I'm glad I did. Cause Good. Because you get it You get it done every, and that's it. All weather now. Yep. 
I live quite close, but you ain't seen me walking in January. <laughs> You've passed me a few times and I've been walking. Have you? I've heard abuse here. Oh, right, yeah. I always beep. I beep at you yeah, and you just ignore us. I know, I know we just, have my earphones. Yeah, yeah, your, head, your head's down and say, Oh, I know, I'm on a mission when I walk. I'm good like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what we just mentioned before, before the podcast. <clears throat> so, your first week here, <clears throat> like, obviously everything happened. And then you said, like, the moving your dad, all the rest of it. And then you got chucked straight into a strongman event. I did. I did. Yeah. Um, Ellie Smith, <laughs> I blame. She basically said, oh, I really want to go to this strongman and I'm scared. And I was like, oh, I'll come with you. I had no idea what it was. Yeah. I thought it would just be like, I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was. And then, and then she's like, oh, well, there's been a COVID case at Rory's nursery. I might not be able to go. And I was like, you will be there on Saturday. Yeah. And she did bless her. So brilliant, I absolutely loved it. It was right. so out of my comfort zone. But everyone, and it was a chance when I got to see the RT family. Yes, you know, And yeah. everyone was so welcoming and it was just brilliant. And there's a few other like um, Shell and people who did Carnage as well. So yeah. I didn't feel like I was the only Carnage person. But I, even from that day, I like surprised myself at what I could achieve. Um, I know it was, yeah, it was good, but it was terrifying at the same yeah. time. Because like. it's hard, like, um, when, like, obviously we put these events on all the time. And it's hard to say get a lot of the new people to get in, but once the once they've experienced it, because it's not just Durham, it's Sunderland's here as well, and you've got Deb <laughs> just just grabbing you all. Do you know what I mean? Bringing it in, and it's like I, I always want people to experience that from the get go. Yeah. I mean, Claire, you jumped straight into the Carnage Games, didn't you? First week, maybe first week. Yeah, I and it, it, it's I'm always wanting them to get that thing, and like you did it. And then you were just straight in and absolutely... I, yeah, I think those events you do feel part of the family because you, you feel kind of part of your little carnage lot. Or, yes, or yeah, barbell yeah. group uh-huh. or whatever. But then when you do, it's like an initiation into the RD family. Yeah, you know, yeah. Weird win, and you know, when everyone's cheering you, it's just, yeah, it's absolutely lovely. Yeah. Because, I mean, even though the strongman is... It's an individual thing, but everyone's cheering everyone. Yeah. And um, it, it's amazing. Yeah, they do. And, and I, I couldn't even do some of the events. Like, yeah. I, I think the log press maybe in the, I think I got one deadlift, but I didn't care and everyone was just like, oh, you did amazing anyway, you know, so it's just really nice. I would, I would encourage people to give them a go, even if you're a carnage person, because they are just, they're good. I mean, our next event's a social gathering, yeah. so I think we'll get more people with that. <laughs> yeah, they're also good fun. Yes, but let's never forget the night I ended up in the gala lift. Okay. Well, I don't know what happened to you. I just walked up okay. the wall. Okay. I missed the lift and walked up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I know you had a few. Had a few. You had a few. A few pops. So, um, so, nearly two years. Let's go results. What have you had? So, I saw the results. Well, obviously, I've just done the shred. Yeah. Which you had some good results on Carnage because I, I remember you had. Uh, I think I dropped about ten pounds on Carnage, but uh-huh. my fitness went like through the roof uh-huh. to the point where I took up running again. Um, and yeah, and I could, I kind of changed the shape, changed shape in carnage. I didn't lose loads. I mean, 10 pounds is quite a lot, but that was like a lockdown weight, you know, but I changed physique. And then when I moved to barbell, obviously that changes again completely. Um, so I was dead chuffed and I'm really chuffed with how my strength's gone up because I was not that I was scared of weights. I just always thought I was a cardio person, person and that's just my niche. It took us a while to get you Yeah, you did. Sarah was... Honestly, badges all the time. Just try about that. Just try about that. Um, but then I got to a point actually with Carnage, and I was like, do you know what? I love this, but I need to do. I feel like I need to change it up. 
a bit because uh -huh. I felt like with carnage, you, know, you can keep pushing yourself and pushing yourself. But barbell is a completely different ball game when it comes to progression. You know, it's like you endless. can't get away with the numbers on the board, can you? It's endless, yeah, yeah. endless progression. So that's why I kind of moved over there because I, I did trial it. I don't know. Yeah, you did, I yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. I wasn't ready mentally. I think yeah. I wasn't ready for it. You did the 62525, didn't you? Yeah, two yeah. Weeks? Yes. But this time, I came in and loved it straight away. Uh -huh. I think, I, yeah, I came back from, it was when I came back from Peru, wasn't it? I jumped uh -huh. straight on and went into it. You did. I thought I'd never see you again. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I know you are a cardio person, and, and that's what I love. Like, the thing is, um, with Carnage, like, people love that. And it's the high intensity yeah. of it. It's like Elaine's been there for it over eight years doing it she loves it we've tried <laughs> do you know what i mean but it's like no i love this so, and people just love it and, and it people love different. that sweat um i like it from time to time <laughs> very sporadic but um yeah it's it's but you still love that don't you i still love it i yeah, still yeah. jump in now and then yeah. yeah bank holidays and things yeah so you, this this week you will be hopefully yeah okay. i was last week sorted <laughs> so uh, what results have you had i would say because I think we touched on it when, just after you finished the shred, for your head. Definitely, it's taught me, in barbell in general, but particularly the shred, that um, I'm a lot stronger. Because the reasons I did the shred, actually, was curiosity right. got the better of me. Uh -huh. I wanted to see what I could do. And to tell Messages myself... Messages like a day before it started. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was a week. Oh, was it? Um, <laughs> and also, but to, t to tell myself I could, because I'd always said I'd never do barbell and if I do barbell I'd never do a shred I'm not disciplined enough uh -huh. I eat too much cake I'm a veggie so I can't do it as a veggie because you'll never get your pudding blah 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 so it's kind of to prove myself wrong which I definitely right. did because I smashed my protein like every day I think um, and it was just to focus down because I work best when I have a really tangible goal to work towards time frame so a time frame a photo shoot a yeah. holiday or whatever it is uh -huh. um, so that's one of the reasons I joined to just really knuckle down and refocus but it did, it just gave me such drive and kind of lit a fire, which I hadn't had for quite a while. Uh -huh. um, and then I say the results, I was just chuffed with, I chuffed with doing it and getting through it because I was convinced yeah. I'd be chucked off like the first week. Because <laughs> 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 I wasn't going to chuck me off because I was going to lose it because I find losing weight hard, like actually yeah. the numbers going down hard. Um, but yeah, I was just chuffed, I saw it through and it was, it made me prioritise and, and revalue how I, how we think how I, value things and you know it's not all about food i learned that food is as corny as it is food is fuel yeah and when you're at a calorie deficit you've got to maximize every single calorie you know yeah. so it kind of retaught really me and i learned a lot about nutrition and macros trying to fiddle my vegetarian stuff around mm -hmm. so but yeah it was it was a really good experience you're definitely generally. more educated than me in the vegetarian side of things like, <laughs> you've got like, to be yeah because um like because it's not my realm i try like i, I just not ignore, yeah, I ignore it in a way. And I sort of like, when everybody asks any questions, I'll say, just stick it in the group. There's loads of vegans and vegetarians in there. They know better than me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm pleased you, you've gone through that. What's your biggest takeaways from it then? Takeaway from the shred. Oh, that's a good one. I think habit equals result, like habit and consistency. Right. Because the shred, the individual elements of it aren't that hard. It's the cumulative effect of doing them every day. Yeah. All of them every day for, I think it was 111 days we went for in the end. Yeah, so I it, stuck another four weeks on, yeah, sorry. Did. I know. So it's just, yeah, it's just habit. And once you get them habits, you're off. Like, right. And, and sometimes they're a bit difficult to kind of get going. But now I do, and I've kept pretty much all of them. So I 
still keep my steps. Obviously, I still track. Whereas before, I was an on and off tracker. You know, I was track now when I wanted to. And <laughs> now I'm just—it's just natural, and so it's habit. It's just habit and routine. Have you continued them on after? Yes. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Do you feel, are you, like, was those twelve weeks? Sorry, sixteen weeks. Sixteen, 16 weeks habits. Have, do you think those? Well, most of the habits, we'll not say all, because you're going to have cake, you're going to have this, do you know what I mean, in the future? But it's like, would you say now those you're going to take on, say, forever? They're, yeah, I would say they're pretty much the norm, and the exception right. is the odd you know, meal out or the odd bit of cake or whatever, yeah. because I think I said to you, Louis said, oh, what, you, what are we going to have is your first takeaway? And I was like, actually, I really don't want one, because I've just switched. Whereas before it was a habit, it was like, well, I'm Saturday, I have a takeaway, you know, and it but the steps and the nutrition, because I, I want to stay lean and work very hard to get here for yeah, the 16 yeah, exactly, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to just you know, like throw it all away. But that was the reason you, one of the reasons you yeah. wanted to do it, to get leaner. To get leaner. And a lot of people will just go back to exactly what they did, even though we try and guide them and they know what to do. But those, because we've only done it for, say, 12 weeks, those 12 weeks habits are never going to be as powerful as 20 years of habits of yeah. the one takeaway a week. Yeah. Did you used to get that with your parents? No, no. Did you not? No. Okay. So has that just been with Lewis? Just been with Lewis. Yeah. Has it? Right. And, but that's how many years have you been doing that for? 15. <laughs> yeah. So that's 15 years of like trying to break that, just even that one yeah. habit, which is mad, isn't it? It was funny when he used to come in with pizzas and I would just be sat there with my bloody tofu. Oh, so he's still getting the takeaways? Oh, no, he's doing it. Oh, is he? <laughs> he's still there. And he's not fat. Oh. <laughs> so um, last one then, Mrs. Mm. So what would you say to someone wanting to live a leaner? healthier lifestyle I think this could be controversial okay you've got to be a bit selfish right if you really want that lifestyle or need for health reasons you have to communicate that and set your boundaries and be like look this is really important to me this is what I'm going to do and I need you to sort of support that so when I did the shred I said to Lewis look I'm going to be really boring for 12 weeks and I'm not going to apologize for it because this is important to me and you've got to set them boundaries so protect your workout time. So you know, I go at six o'clock at night or whatever, and this is my time, and I'm going to keep it. Or you know, I'm going to we're going to cook healthy family meals, whatever it is. And just yeah, you've got to be a bit selfish, I think, and, and carve out that time and make that a priority for you. Otherwise, the excuses will come back in, and you've got to just stick to your guns. Brilliant, so. love it. Have you got anything to cheese us with? Yes. Yes, you do. But Louisa. <laughs> oh yes, Louisa. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very Thank much, you Mrs. Very much. <laughs>